So we'll begin our, our Dhamma talk evening chanting the refuges and the precepts together as usual. Namo tasa bhagavato arahato sama sambuddhasa Namo tasa bhagavato arahato sama sambuddhasa Namo tasa bhagavato arahato sama sambuddhasa Buddham Saranangachami, Dhammam Saranangachami, Sangam Saranangachami, Dutiampi Buddham Saranangachami, Dutiampi Dhammam Saranangachami, Dutiampi Sangam Saranang. Gachami Tatiampi Buddham Saranan Gachami Tatiampi Dhammam Saranan Gachami Tatiampi Sangam Saranan Gachami Panati Pata Veramani Sikapadam Samadhi Ami Adina Dana Veramani Sikapadam Samadhi Ami Abrahmacharya Veramani Sikapadam Samadhi Ami Musawada Veramani Sikapadam Samadhi Ami Sura Meraya Majapamadatana Veramani Sikapadam Samadhi Ami Vikala Bojana Veramani Sikapadam Samadhi Ami Nacha Gita Vadita Visukadasana Malaganda Vilepana, Dharana, Mandana, Vipusanathana, Veramani Sikapadam, Samadhi Ami, Ucha Sayana, Maha Sayana, Veramani Sikapadam, Samadhi Ami, Idam Me Silam. Maga Palanyanasa Pachayo O Tu. This evening's talk 
is about the four great essentials or the four great elements. In the Buddhist time, the human population was relatively small. The pace of life was slower and the natural wilderness world lay close at hand, just beyond the boundary of the small towns and the cultivated fields just outside of these towns. Much more uh, available, the natural wilderness world to people than it is to most people today. 2,600 years later, most of our planet's population lives in a very different world, lives in a much changed world with the very existence of this magnificent planet being threatened by proliferating human activity rooted in greed and ignorance. In today's tumultuous planetary culture, many people lack the depth of connection to the natural world and the interconnected makeup of all forms of life. A separation of humans from the innate interconnection and interdependence of all other forms of life is made manifest in the actions of humans that are ignorant of the innate nature of all life forms, animal and plant throughout this planet. How we relate to and treat each other mirrors the ignorance creating hierarchical and disrespectful and usury attitudes and relationships within our amazingly interconnected and interdependent, totally interdependent community of, of all forms of life. And at the same time, right here and now, our world, our human culture is being penetrated by the Dhamma more and more and more. The teachings and the practice of which are incredibly relevant, helpful and illuminating and uplifting and deeply needed are more available, more uh, connect, being more connected to by many more people in this very moment. We, I, you are not some separate, solid, fixed entity of an enduring self. Our deepest being shares the same elemental nature with each and all forms of life on this planet. As you begin to understand this experientially rather than just intellectually, we really truly begin to heal and to deeply learn the nature of things. In relationship to this current situation and to the practice of the four elements, 
that we'll explore this evening, I'd like to begin by sharing a teaching that the Buddha offered to his son, Rahula, about 2,600 years ago. And this, this comes from the uh, greater discourse of advice to Rahula, and it's in the Majjhimanakaya. And we'll begin with the story behind the sutta. Rahula, the, the Buddha's 18-year-old son, was following the Buddha on a particular day as they were on their way to the village for alms rounds. And with admiration, he noted the physical perfection of his father. And he reflected with pride that he himself was of similar experience, thinking, I too am handsome like my father, the blessed one. The Buddhist form is beautiful, and so too is mine. Well, it must have been rather difficult to have such a father because the Buddha read Rahula's thoughts. And so he decided to admonish him uh, immediately before such vain thoughts would lead him into much greater difficulties. And the Buddha framed his advice uh, that morning um, in terms of contemplating the body as neither a self nor as the possession of a self. And these are the Buddha's words to his 18-year-old son, Rahula. Rahula, any kind of material form, whatever, whether past, future or present, internal or external, gross or subtle, inferior, superior, far or near, all material form should be seen as it actually is with proper wisdom thus. This is not mine. This I am not. This is not myself. Well, this 18-year-old young man felt rightly scolded by his father. And so he decided to sit down under a tree on the side of the road to reflect on this admonishment and the teaching rather than continue on into the village with his father, the Buddha. Though he very soon got distracted uh, by conversation with a venerable Sariputta, who was actually his primary teacher. Sariputta was walking down the road on his way to town for alms rounds and they got into a conversation. Later that evening, the Buddha offered Rahula another teaching in order to dispel Rahula's attachment to the body, which had definitely not been removed by the brief instruction on egolessness, the egolessness of material form that the Buddha had given him earlier that day on their way into the village for alms rounds. The Buddha uses the four great elements in this teaching as both a metaphor and as a direct experience teaching in relationship to the body itself, simply being a composite of the earth element, the water element, the fire element, and the air element. 
He also adds in this teaching to his son that evening, this element of space, meaning by this, all of the openings, holes, apertures, and spaces throughout the body internally, and all of the space around everywhere externally. The Buddha encourages his son to dissolve the sense of self into the impersonal elements making up the world. The goal is not to infuse the world with self, but to drain the self of self and to also realize what leads to suffering lies in finding things agreeable and disagreeable. And that with an attitude of not mine towards all phenomena, the mind is liberated from the stress and the tension of clinging. So this is the teaching that he gave his son that evening. It's actually a sutta, but I've, it's quite condensed. I've uh, shortened it for our purposes this evening. Rahula, develop a meditation that is like the earth. For when you develop a meditation that is like the earth, arisen agreeable and disagreeable con con contacts will not invade your mind and remain. Just as people throw clean things and dirty things, such as excrement, urine, spittle, pus, and blood on the earth, the earth is not horrified, humiliated, or disgusted because of that. So too, Rahula, develop meditation that is like the earth. For when you develop meditation that is like the earth, arisen, agreeable, and disagreeable contact will not invade your mind and remain. Rahula, develop meditation that is like the water. For when you develop meditation that is like the water, arisen agreeable and disagreeable contacts will not invade your mind and remain. Just as people wash clean and dirty things, such as ex excrement, urine, spittle, pus, and blood in water, and the water is not horrified, humiliated, or disgusted because of that. So Rahula, develop meditation that is like water. For when you develop meditation that is like water, arisen agreeable and disagreeable contacts will not invade your mind and remain. Rahula, develop meditation that is like fire. For when you develop meditation that is like fire, arisen agreeable and disagreeable contacts will not invade your mind and remain. Just as fire burns things, clean things and dirty things, fire is not horrified, humiliated and disgusted because of that. So too, Rahula, develop meditation that is like fire. For when you develop meditation that is like fire, arisen, agreeable and disagreeable contact will not invade your mind and remain. Rahula, develop meditation that is like air. Just as air blows on clean things and dirty things, the air is not 
horrified, humiliated, and disgusted because of that. So too, Rahula, develop meditation that is like the air. For when you develop meditation that is like the air, arisen, agreeable, and disagreeable contacts will not invade your mind and remain. Rahula, develop meditation that is like space. For when you develop meditation that is like space, arisen, agreeable, and disagreeable contacts will not invade your mind and remain. Just as space is not established anywhere, so too, Rahula, develop meditation that is like space. For when you develop meditation that is like space, arisen, agreeable, and disagreeable contacts will not invade your mind and remain. So this evening, we will explore one of the Buddha's primary teachings that he often taught, and this is mindfulness of the body, opening mindful awareness to the direct experience of the elemental dimensions of the body, earth, wind, fire, and water, which we will touch into directly via body sensations, via the energetic manifestations of the specific characteristics of each of these elements. And this will all make sense, more sense in just a few moments as we go on. I'll be offering a guided meditation that will take us through the window, we could say, of how most of us identify and define ourselves as separate individuals and often static, solid, bodied beings. And it'll take us out through this window towards the direct experience of the elemental nature of my form, your form, your body, and every other physical form taking us beneath the identifications and identifications that we're so habituated to. This teaching and practice is a direct pointer towards experiencing every aspect of one's body as a field of changing sensations, changing elemental energies arising, changing, and passing. In relationship to this, this practice uh, and my practice of this practice, I found that the four elements practice to be a wonderfully integrative and supportive practice and a way to shift from a very dedicated concentration practice into a mindfulness-based mindfulness insight practice. The concentration that had been developed and that you have been developing, but when I was doing it, uh, the concentration that I had developed 
was a very welcome and helpful and supportive companion towards discerning the characteristics of the four elements, which became quite an enjoyable, interesting and illuminating practice for me. So I'd like to now briefly go over the characteristics of each of the elements, because it's the characteristics of the elements is what we actually experience. We're not conceptualizing uh, our practice like earth element, water element, fire element, wind element. That's a conceptual uh, con connection. We're actually connecting to the characteristics of these elements. So the characteristics that we experience, the characteristics of the earth element are hardness, softness, roughness, smoothness, heaviness, and lightness. The characteristics that we experience <clears throat> that are the water element are flowing and cohesion. The characteristics we experience that are the fire element are heat or warmth, coldness or coolness. And the characteristics we experience that are the wind or the air element are supporting and pushing. And this will all become much clearer uh, as we uh, explore these elements and their characteristics through the guided meditation. So now taking just a few moments to settle into your body, and settling in with ease and with relaxation so that you can fully engage in this practice. And bringing attention directly into the breath at the Anapana spot, the touching point, in a very simple way. Sensing and knowing the sensations of the in-breath and the sensations of the out-breath as each, of, each in and out touches or brushes over the Anapana spot, wherever that is for you. So we'll take a bit of time now to just simply allow concentration to develop and blossom with the clear intention and at the same time a very relaxed manner. A clear intention to sustain the attention at the touching point and just very simply and gently let go of whatever might come up other than the breath sensations. We'll sit with this for just a little while, allowing 
concentration to develop and settle in to some degree. Relaxed, receptive. Receiving, not forcing anything. With a kind and patient heart. Just this beautiful breath, in, out.
And now we'll begin to explore each of the characteristics of the four great elements directly through our meditation practice, beginning with the element of wind, air, and starting with the characteristic of pushing. So staying in your practice, taking the concentrated attention that you have just accessed and are now experiencing, and through the sense of touch, bring your attention to a mindful awareness of the pushing sensation in the center of the head as the breath moves in and out. Patiently attending mindfully. If the pushing of the breath in the center of the head is not easy to discern, then try being aware of pushing as the chest moves or expands with each in-breath, or as the abdomen moves, pushes out with each in-breath. Wherever there's movement, there's pushing. When you're able to discern this characteristic of pushing, concentrate on it until it becomes really clear in your mind, experientially. Then move your awareness to another part of the body nearby and look for pushing there. In this way, you'll slowly be able to discern pushing maybe first in the head and in the neck, the trunk of the body, the arms, legs, feet. Doing this again and again, many times, until wherever you place your mindful awareness in the body, you can easily sense pushing. Sense and feel pushing. 
In some places it will be obvious, other places it will be very subtle, but it's present everywhere throughout the body. And now let go of this characteristic of pushing, this characteristic of the wind or the air element. And we'll look for supporting, supporting the other characteristic of the wind or air element. Begin by relaxing your back, relaxing it big. So your body bends forward. Let your body relax, 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 and let it bend forward. Really do it. Don't think about it. Do it. <laughs> it's not a thinking process. It's an experiential process. Let the body bend forward. Some of you aren't relaxing. You're not doing it. You're thinking you are, but you're not. Do it. <laughs> okay, and now straighten up your body. Straighten it up, straighten it up, straighten it up. Upright. Straight and upright. Keep your focus. Keep your eyes closed. The force, the force which keeps the body straight, still, and erect is the energy of supporting. Trees in the wind are a wonderful metaphor, example of this, inspiration for it. You might want to try it again. Relax your body and let it bend forward, over, over, bend. Let it go, let it go, let it go. And now straighten it up. Straighten up, straighten up, upright. Supporting. So practicing this awareness, this mindful awareness systematically for a few moments now, beginning to discern supporting throughout the body from head to feet. Explore it. Don't write this down, please. No notes. Just do it. 
explore it, supporting throughout the body from head to feet, discerning this, sensing it and feeling it. And now let this supporting energy go. Your discernment of it, it's still there. But let your connection and discernment of it go. And we'll look at the characteristics of the earth element, beginning with hardness. <clears throat> Begin by discerning hardness in the teeth. Bite your teeth together a few times. You can hear mine. I've got my microphone on. How hard they are. Really experience it, do it. Hard, hardness, the teeth are hard. Feeling how hard they are, they're really hard. <laughs> now relax your bite and feel into the hardness of the teeth. Focusing your attention, sensing and feeling the hardness of the teeth inside your mouth. You can bite them together again if you want to, to Inspire more, sense of it, up to you. And when you can feel this, try to discern hardness throughout the body in a systematic way from head to feet, the same way you did with discerning pushing. But be very careful with this one Take care not to deliberately tense the body. Using your concentration capacity. Sensing hardness throughout the body. energetically. And now letting go of this characteristic of the earth element. And we're going to explore the next characteristic of the earth element, softness. 
So keeping your mouth very relaxed, taking your attention to your mouth, inside your mouth, very relaxed. And press your tongue against the inside of your upper or lower lip, feeling its softness. Softness. Don't think it, do it. Now relax your body. And practice systematically beginning to sense and discern softness throughout the body. Keep relaxing into this sensing process, this sensing experience of softness throughout the body. Nothing else matters right now. Just explore this. softness. And now letting go of this characteristic softness. Just let it be, let it go in terms of your perception, your connection. And next we'll look for smoothness, another earth element characteristic, smoothness. And we'll start by moistening your lips. Nice and moist. And rubbing your tongue over them from side to side, just, just inside the lips. So smooth, smoothness. Practice this for a few moments, beginning to really sense and discern smoothness. And now opening to discerning smoothness throughout the body.
And now letting this characteristic of smoothness go. It's of course still there in your body, but let your connection and discernment of it go. And next we'll go to the roughness characteristic of the earth element, roughness. And begin by running your tongue back and forth over the bony palate on the roof of your mouth. Staying in your practice, feeling the roughness, running the tongue back and forth over the bony palate, roughness. And now relaxing and discerning roughness throughout the body. And now letting this characteristic of roughness recede from your mindful presence. And we'll next look for lightness. Moving your attention to your hands. And just wag a single finger up and down, lightly. Just wag it up and down. Quickly, lightly. Feeling its lightness. How light. So again, practicing to begin sensing and knowing lightness throughout the body. Energetically, lightness.
staying relaxed, connecting with lightness throughout the body. Now letting this sensing of lightness go, just letting it go. And we'll now look for the last characteristic of the earth element, heaviness. You can begin by, by just placing one hand on top of the other, in your lap or on a surface near you and letting, letting the top hand really fully weighted, feeling its heaviness. Or you can feel the heaviness by letting your heavy head bend forward. Some people that makes it much more obvious than one hand on top of the other. Your heavy head, let it just hang forward. Feel its heaviness. Maybe the hand and the head, heavy. Heaviness. Practicing this clearly for a few moments, beginning to sensing and discerning then heaviness, heaviness throughout the body, this heavy body, energetically sensing heaviness. Keeping your attention focused on this process, on these experiences. These elemental characteristics. Heaviness in the body, the body as heaviness.
And now letting this characteristic of heaviness go, letting your perception of it, your connection to it, your discernment of it go. And next we'll look for the fire element characteristics. Noticing heat, warmth throughout the body. That's usually quite an easy one to sense and know. Heat, warmth in and through the body. Focusing your attention into the heat and warmth throughout the body. And let that go and we'll move now to the other characteristic of the fire element, coolness or coldness. A good way to enter into that is feeling the coolness or the coldness of the breath as it enters the nostrils. And then begin to feel and discern the coolness and coldness throughout the body as the breath enters the nostrils, cool and cold. And you can pretty easily feel it down, moving down in coolness and coldness throughout the whole body. Now letting this characteristic move out of your perception, out of your discernment. All of the elemental characteristics that we practiced with so far are known directly through a sense of touch. The next two elemental characteristics are to some degree known by inference as well as direct experience, flowing and cohesion, the characteristics of the water element. So we'll experiment for a few moments with discerning the characteristic or the quality of cohesion in your body. 
bringing mindful awareness of how the body is being held together by the skin, flesh, and sinews. Blood being held in by tissue and skin like water in a balloon. Without cohesion, the body would fall into separate pieces and particles. The force of gravity, which keeps the body stuck to the earth, is also cohesion. Which I am sure is an experience that you have probably found easily and very clearly discernible at times. If cohesion still isn't clear for you experientially, then you can pay attention to just the qualities of pushing through the whole body with the in-breath and the discernment of hardness, pushing through the whole body and the discernment of hardness. A little bit more complex to do. And eventually you may feel as if the whole body is kind of wrapped up. As if it's wrapped up in the coils of a rope, so to say. Cohesion. Now let this exploration go. We'll explore the last elemental characteristic, which is water, the other characteristic of water flowing. So staying focused, within your body, you might refocus with a few mindful breaths at the Anapana spot. And we'll begin now by discerning the flowing of the saliva in the mouth. Or maybe the flowing of the blood through the veins, some of you. Or the flowing of the air into the lungs. Or the flowing of heat through the body. Any of those will take you to flowing, whichever one is easiest for you. Go for that one. Saliva in the mouth, blood 
flowing through the veins, the air flowing into the lungs, and the heat flowing throughout the body. developing our meditation on flowing as was given in the previous instructions that I offered for the other characteristics we've been exploring. now letting go of this characteristic of flowing, this water characteristic. Some of these elemental characteristics will be very easy or at least relatively easy for you to sense and discern and some of them not so easy to connect to and sense and feel. But over time, if one continues with this practice, the mind gets more and more concentrated, mindfulness strengthens, and the subtleties of the elemental characteristics of the body become much more easily discernible. While practicing this way, at times, some people experience an imbalance in the elements, meaning some elements or some of the characteristics actually of the elements may become excessive and may at times even feel unbearable. If this, if this occurs, if you take up this practice and this occurs, the way to bring balance is to practice with the opposites. So for instance, practicing with hardness and softness, practicing with smoothness and roughness, practicing with heaviness and lightness. With this four elements practice, we open mindful awareness to the elemental or energetic dimension of the body, earth, wind, fire, and water through, these, through the discernment of the characteristics of each of these elements. And so we move beyond our concepts of body into the direct experience of fluctuating elemental body sensations. This can deepen our direct 
experience of the elemental nature of the body, eventually leading to a deepening anatta or else not self experience, where the whole body is experienced as a field of fast changing elemental energies arising, changing and passing. How intimately, how mindfully connected are you to these most basic and universal experiences? This body in its elemental nature, in its essence, a composite of the earth, water, fire, and air elements, its ultimate nature, really no different than any other rupa, really no different than any other form. In terms of doing this as a walking practice, I highly recommend it. It really can be a wonderful uh, practice to work with during walking, letting the whole body move in a way that expresses each of the characteristics. But don't do this in public. <laughs> you will look quite strange and be very uncomfortable. You won't be able to relax into doing it. So if you do decide to do it as a walking practice, and it, I find it a lot of fun to do it. It's quite playful, but you have to do it somewhere where you feel absolutely uninhibited so that you can really let your body move in the way that expresses each of the characteristics. It's a great way to learn it. It can be a lot of fun to do, but you have to do it in private, we could say. So thank you for your practice this evening of this four elements practice. The, maybe you've already seen on the, in the bulletin board, the, uh, there is the list of the four elements and all of the characteristics of each of the elements available for you to download and print out if you wish to. So let's sit quietly for just a moment or two.
Thank you for listening to the Dhamma. Thank you for practicing the Dhamma this evening. And we'll close our evening together chanting the sharing of blessings. Through the goodness that arises from my practice, May my spiritual teachers and guides of great virtue, my mother, my father, and my relatives, the sun and the moon, and all virtuous leaders of the world, may the highest gods and evil forces, celestial beings, guardian spirits of the earth, and the Lord of death, May those who are friendly, indifferent or hostile, may all beings receive the blessings of my life. May they soon attain the threefold bliss and realize the deathless through the goodness that arises from my practice and through this act of sharing. May all desires and attachments quickly cease and all harmful states of mind until I realize Nibbana in every kind of birth. May I have an upright mind with mindfulness and wisdom, austerity and vigor. May the forces of delusion not take hold nor weaken my resolve. The Buddha is my excellent refuge, unsurpassed is the protection of the Dhamma. The solitary Buddha is my noble guide. The Sangha is my supreme support through the supreme power of all these. May darkness and delusion be dispelled. May all of the wholesome energies and the fruits that have manifested through this day's practice serve with immeasurable impartiality, without bias, without prejudice, towards the welfare, the happiness, and the awakening of all beings everywhere. 